Good day, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope you guys been having a good week, good weekend. Continuing on. You know, we still got to keep safe. Always wear your mask. Six feet apart, always wash your hands. Myself, I always wash my hands, saying the Lord's Prayer. So, it's up to you how you want to do it. Just do it. You know, um, those who follow me on TikTok know that I'm all about Jesus. I'm all about God. I'm all about the Holy Spirit. Um, Also, you know, I had an episode on Halloween because I know many people celebrate Halloween. When I was younger, so did I, you know. But as you grow older, you know the truth. Uh, I speak the truth. Those who want to hear it and listen fine. Those who want to stay with the world, that's what you decide to do. Um, Same thing with Thanksgiving. You know, it's secret religious history of Thanksgiving. The first Thanksgiving is often tracked back to Plymouth in 1621, year 1621. But the history of giving thanks for the harvest runs much, much deeper. You see, most people think of Thanksgiving as an entirely secular holiday, feel both the religious connections held by holidays like Christmas and Easter, and the patriotic ties that come with events like the 4th of July or Veterans Day. It's just a day of feasting, giving thanks, and spending time with loved ones. Nothing else to see here, right? Well, not exactly. In fact, Thanksgiving has religious roots, that run deep, so deep that they're easy to miss at first glance. This is the story of how the pagans held their original Thanksgiving, how the Christian church eventually co-opted the holiday as its own, and how the symbolic evidence survives to this day. So, here's everything you probably didn't know about the real history of Thanksgiving. First, feasting with the old gods. Before the rise of Christianity in the Western world, the holiday calendar looked a lot different than it does today. Across Europe, the pre-Christian pagans held an all manner of seasonal celebrations, marking the coming of spring. For example, as well as the summer and the winter Satikas. Sorry. But some of the biggest festivals occur around harvest time. You see, this was a time to give thanks to the gods for a bountiful harvest and to celebrate the success of another growing season. There were many different types of harvest festivals, but the biggest three were Lamas, Mabon, and Samhain, each honoring different gods and celebrating different parts of the harvest and the changing of the seasons. Two, Christians capitalize on pagan festivals. All holidays adopt and evolve as time passes. It's only natural. But, however, pagan holidays have a remarkable track record of unwillingly becoming the basis for Christian celebrations. Again and again throughout history, the Christian church has co-opted pagan festivals for its benefits.
From Christmas to Easter, Christians who sought to supplant the pagan faith with their own mastered the technique of incorporating pagan symbols, tradition, and lore into newly created Christian holidays, thus making it easier to convert more people to the church. As you may have suspected, harvest festivals are no different. You see, the rise of harvest home as Christianity overtook the pagan faith as the most popular region in Europe, the celebrations of the harvest were bound to evolve too. In England and Ireland, what emerged was a three-day festival called Harvest, Harvest Home, that featured a great feast to mark the last and the grain getting safely stored for the winter. The modified tradition incorporated elements of pagan customs, but also had some heavily Christian influences. The festival began with a special church service. For example, it was this Christianized Harvest Festival that provided the basis for the American holiday of Thanksgiving. And yet, there is another twist to the story. Here's the thing. Puritans, the first English settlers in the North America, weren't big on celebrating Harvest Home. In fact, they rejected this Harvest Festival entirely, as well as other holidays like Christmas and Easter, due to their pagan roots. The Puritans recognized that pagan celebrations had been merged with Christian beliefs with the goal of converting people to the faith, and thus they were comfortable participating. But there were no there were good reasons to celebrate the harvest. Starvation was a real threat for early European settlers in North America and especially in New England, where the winter climate was fierce and unforgiving. The first Thanksgiving. The first Thanksgiving is widely traced back to Plymouth in sixteen twenty one, the year sixteen twenty one, when members of the Wampanagan tribe gathered with the pilgrims for a, a harvest feast, which perhaps saved the newcomers from starvation. We put that in quotes because this certainly wasn't the first harvest festival ever recorded, nor the first to take place in North America. Furthermore, many don't view the first Thanksgiving as an event worth celebrating at all. For people of Native American ancestry, this event marks the beginning of centuries of turmoil, death, and destruction on their lands at the hands of white settlers. Like the pagans of Europe, for thousands of years, Native American tribes have been holding harvest celebrations to thank their gods and spirits for the bounty of the season. Although harvest details varied from tribe to tribe, many Native American cultures paid homage to creators, to creator gods that were believed to have helped the Great Spirit complete the earth in its physical form. One such creator god was the Earth Mother, who some tribes believed was the one to bring corn a harvest staple to the native peoples. One major celebration occurred around the harvest moon in September when tribes 
would gather for a harvest feast and give thanks to the crops that brought life to the community. Festivities would often involve dancing, drum, drumming, drumming circles, and different types of games. European settlers in North America continued this ancient tradition of giving thanks, creating their own harvest holiday to celebrate the season's bounty, though any praise in their versions would go to the Christian God. Okay, so let me say that again. They created their own harvest holidays and celebrated the season bounty, but they did not praise Christian God. They did not praise Jehovah Jireh, the Alpha Omega, the beginning and the end, the I Am. Different regions and religions, denominations across the U.S. would develop unique versions of the seasonal celebration. However, it was until the late 19th century that the country rallied around a unified national holiday that was officially named Thanksgiving. But even in the modern version of the ancient harvest celebration, many centuries removed from its pre-Christian roots, we can still see prominent symbols from the religions known. See, the Cornelia is also preferred to as a horn of plenty. That's the picture you see with like a cornipia with pumpkins coming out of it at the end of an apple. That's um, among the images closely associated with Thanksgiving is the cornucopia, a horn-shaped basket that is typically, you know, depthic, overflowing with fools of the full harvest like squash, corn, and apples. Far from a Thanksgiving creation, the cornupia, also referred to as the Horn of Plenty, actually traces its roots back to the ancient Greek mythology. According to the myth, the she-goat, Amathea, nursed a baby Zeus in a cave on the island of Crete. One day, Zeus accidentally broke off her horn as a sign of gratitude. Zeus made sure the horn would always full of whatever goods the owner desired. The Canubia later became a sacred symbol of the harvest and Celtic pagan tradition. And today, this is this symbol is of plenty. Li- sorry, and today this symbol of plenty lies on as part of the Thanksgiving holiday in artwork, decorations, and centerpieces. The turkey. It would be hard to find more of a symbol of modern Thanksgiving than the turkey, which some studies show is eaten by 90% of American households on Thanksgiving. But did you know its origin at the Thanksgiving dinner table likely stems from Native American tradition? Many tribes view the turkey as a symbol of fertility and and abundance. Turkey is a totem animal and a turkey feathers also carry special importance and are used to certain Native American rituals. Although experts disagree on whether the first Thanksgiving included turkey, what, um, what is on that this large bird has become so prominently featured at a Thanksgiving table is no accident. Then you got football. Football on Thanksgiving 
is also a deeply rooted tradition from family members gathering for pickup games in the backyard to the Detroit fans gathering around the TV to watch their team lose. <laughs> Football is an integral part of the holiday. And some experts suggest there's, a, there's an ancient explanation for that. In addition to large fees, Celtic Pagan Harvest Festival is often featured some sort of sporting event or athletic competition. One such festival was the Irish celebration of Luganasht, during which people would compete in events like wrestling and archery. In that sense, on Thanksgiving is the continuation of a centuries-old harvest festival tradition. So I'll ask you guys, what are your thoughts? Are there any examples of pagan and Native American symbolism in Thanksgiving that we may have missed? What you believe is what you believe. And what you practice is what you practice. I might believe and practice things my way that you don't. Or you might do things that I don't. You know, I can't force you to stop doing something that you should not be doing. Um, I have proved in my, you know, sections before the beginning when I was starting my podcast, I have proved to you that um, a lot of things uh, that we study today, that we do today, um, especially if you were raised in the Northeast, like as Sunday, for example, people think that's the Sabbath day when the Sabbath day is Saturday. And the reason why people think it's Sunday is because that's what the Catholics put put it to be, Sundays. A lot of the things that we celebrate is paganism. Um, Santa Claus, Christmas trees, you know, Thanksgiving. These are things that, as again, part of the United States, everybody would, used to doing, but it's used to doing because it's, it's bringing from the past that's continuing on to modern, to the future. Um, as people open their eyes and people open their minds, so from their hearts, they're going to see that <clears throat> celebrating these things are, are from pagans. If you don't know what's a pagan, if you watch Passion of the Christ or any, mostly every Christian movie, you're going to see when they arrested Jesus, when Pontius Pilate said, um, why you bring him to me? He's from Galilee. Take him to Galilee to be judged. And when they took Jesus to Galilee, when they, and they put him in front of the king there, they were doing paganism. Paganism is um, basically what LGBTQ was is now, it's what they were doing, you know, and God didn't even get the time of day. Jesus just ignored them. He didn't even, he didn't even look at them. You could see Jesus just looked straight. You know, he, he didn't, Jesus doesn't bow down to no one in this world. No one, no one. We bow down to him. And I know there's a lot of people trying to discredit Jesus. I know there's a lot of people trying to discredit Father God. Um, I seen the other day people saying that 
Exodus ain't real and that Noah ain't real. Moses didn't exist. Um, Jesus didn't exist. That the prophet and and the light, like, come on, come on. You know we have to respect our father. We have to. Did you think Noah's ark won't happen again? Yes, he's not gonna flood us because he gave us that promise. That's why we have the rainbow. But the fire is gonna come. You're gonna fear the wrath of God. We need to respect and obey our God. That's how Father God, that's Jesus, you know, the Holy Spirit is in us. Give your life to Jesus. Keep your focus on Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. And and ask for your ask for forgiveness. Repent. Repent your sins. Put down the guns. Pick up your Bibles. You know, I hope you guys can study into the, like look into it like you can go online and read into these things you know read the bibles don't read just the american bible read the the jewish bibles they, they come in english now you can read every bible you can find every bible in the in the internet and just compare i read the the, the king james bible that's what i read the king james version but i also have studied Others and they mostly all say the same thing. Um, read the Quran. I just got the Quran and I'm gonna read through it. I'm not gonna and not to. I'm not gonna worship them, their, their God, whatever they believe in. I just want to be armed for when they come at me with always trying to put down my God and my Bible. That I'm gonna show them the difference. You know that I could fight them. And not even fight, because God doesn't want us to fight. But it's too... I, I I don't like when my father gets attacked. You know, I don't like when Father God gets attacked. I don't like when Jesus gets attacked. I don't like when the Holy Spirit gets attacked. And, you know, Jesus did so much for us. So much for you to be here today. That you should bow down and praise him 24 hours a day. Lose your sleep because you're praising him. Because we owe him more than that. We owe him more than what we're giving him right now. So, please, people, if you haven't, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Repent your sins and walk a Christian life. Christianity is real. Jesus is real. Jehovah Jireh is real. He's the I Am. The Holy Spirit is in us. If you haven't felt it, ask Jesus God for that gift. Please. Our Father in the heavens, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debt, that we forgive our debtors. Lead us not in temptation, deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. God bless you guys.